Hey, LCC family. Uh, we're back for another edition of More Than Sunday. And uh, thank you, Randy and Johnny, for helping us out last week. They got to do it, and yeah, it was good. great. They did a good job. They clarified what CWF means. It's not Christian wo- wo- Women's Fellowship. It's actually uh, Christian Wrestlers Federation. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was Christian um, Women's. Oh, it was Christian so. Women's. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, the survey's out on that. But anyways, we're, uh, we're so glad that they were able to do that. Yeah. And... Uh, we got to spend some time in the happiest place on earth. Yep. Yeah, Disney World. Yeah. And uh, we came back wiped. Yeah. But um, it's been fun. So before we get started this Sunday, uh, about this past Sunday, uh, coming up in the new year, we've got two things that we're going to be doing as a church. Um, uh, first thing is going to be Bible recap. Um, and so... Our goal is that as a church... Oh, am I lifting this? There we go. We got, we got a couple angles. and Oh, yeah, we got some new angles this time. You know, Hunter's over there pressing the buttons, and you can, like, see my socks now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, but, yeah, so Bible Recap, it's, uh, it's a guide to go through the Bible in a year. Yeah. And you've been doing it. Uh, so I've been doing the New Testament uh, with some of the women of Nurture, and it's been really good. So you it you do it through the Bible app, which is the version Bible app, or you can do it paper wise, but you're jumping around. So you're reading like two of uh, Matthew and then two of Luke. And then so it's kind of easier if you download the app and it tells you which chapters to read each day because you're doing the Bible chronologically. Yeah. So you're not going and reading entire book. You're reading a couple chapters here, a couple chapters there. So it's really good. So I think just like anyone else, when you read the Bible, you have lots of questions. Yeah. And your first couple times through the Bible, you have even more questions. Yeah. And so um, this is really good because each day you get reading and then you listen to like an eight to 10 minute podcast and it kind of goes over maybe in very often it hits the questions I have. So I'll be like, wow, uh, I don't understand that. And she'll go over that. So it's yeah. really good. And so do the plan with us. We're going to do the entire Bible next year. So I'm really excited about that because I've been doing the New Testament and it's been amazing. I've already read through the Bible before, but to like go back and take the time to read it chronologically, which I've never done. Yeah. Um, and watching kind of chosen at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just, it's been, it's been a really good season for me of just getting to see Jesus in a new way. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about doing the whole Bible with everyone next year, just because I've never done this. I've never done the reading plan with Old Testament. So I look forward to the commentary because there's some Old Testament stuff that's that can be hard to read, <laughs> you yeah, know, like um, from huh. our. I'm not sure if I eyes. agree with that. Yeah. But, you yeah. Know. And so that's some of the stuff like when you there's some prep episodes that I'm putting together a website page right now for us to kind of go through because there's some prep stuff. And she talks about uh, Terry Cobble, who wrote this commentary and did this book and does the podcast. She talks about the first time she read through the Bible, she questioned whether or not she even could love God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I totally get that. That's kind of how I, could, <laughs> I see that. And so this has been really great to have some of my questions answered. And then it's made me kind of dive into some questions, you know, yeah. that I've had about women in leadership and what that looks like. And it's really made me kind of read into some commentary because very often some of the, one thing that Terry Cobble says is the Bible wasn't written to us, but it was written for us and viewing 
the Bible through that lens of saying like this, the Bible wasn't written to Lauren. Yeah. It was written to a time, very time specific and what was happening there. And there's some things that we have to take um, where she says, sometimes the Bible whispers, we don't make it a scream. So if it's not repeated throughout the Bible, so it's just yeah. been really good for me. So I hope you guys will join us on the, yeah. on the Bible in a year because uh, it's, it's been really, really good for me to have that consistency um, of doing that daily. Cause I felt like, I don't know, I guess a couple months ago, I, before I started the plan, um, I felt like I could see that stuff's happening at the church and that yeah. there was something stirring and I was just praying for a revival one day and just be like, Lord, I'd love to see a revival at our church and I'd love to see hearts changed. And I felt like the Lord said, I can't start a revival in the church until I, until I start a revival in your own heart. And I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. And I felt like, which this kind of goes in hand in hand with what we're talking about. Um, I saw God as a father, but maybe not holy. Yeah. And I didn't respect him in that aspect. And so I felt like I'd read my Bible inconsistently three days on, three days off, balance, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> <Gotta have balance. laughs> that's how I also treat my cookies. Yeah. Um, so I just was like, I wasn't doing it consistently. And so I've now really, really tried to put that first and make yeah. it consistent, you know. And you so. feel like it's made oh. a big difference in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, huge, 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 huge. So that kind of starts us into Sunday's uh, word of... Yeah. Well, I also want to talk about another thing. Oh, okay. But we're really excited about that, Bible Recap, because we were t we were planning for next year. Yeah. And uh, as a staff, we were just like, wouldn't it be awesome if we as a whole church went right. through the Bible? Because there's a lot of people who haven't been through the Bible. Yeah. And honestly, until a year and a half ago, I'd never read through the whole Bible. I had, so I just want that yeah, to be known. Yeah, she's. Uh, you went to Bible college. <laughs> I did. I, but, yeah, but, so, I mean, like, yeah, because I would. No, to but I, you know, I would just. I do the New Testament. I do parts of Old Testament. I'd get to the prophets and be like, Oof. "I'm out." Leviticus. I don't know. Oof, my what I'm off. reading, and right. I just didn't press in, and yeah. I'd feel like I was challenged a couple years ago to really press in. And one of my one of my good friends, who's who's he's gone to be with the Lord. Um, he really encouraged me um, in that, and uh, yeah. yeah. So it's it's been really good. It's really beneficial. If you've never gone through the Bible uh, before, great because you get an opportunity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Along with all the other things that people like try to start on the new year. Yeah. This is a great thing to commit to, right. and to uh, it'll change your life. Right. It'll change your life. So that's good. Also, a couple weeks into January, as a whole church, we're going to, uh, Randy's going to start a series based on this book, Dream to Destiny. It's by Robert Morris, who's the pastor of Gateway Church. And uh, so we'll essentially be going through this book as a church and going over the concepts. It's a great book. It's a discipleship book. It'll really challenge you in all areas of right. your life. And it's about how God wants to bring you fully into what he's called and created you to be. But yeah. in order to do that, he wants to build character and how God uses our yeah. life to build character so that we can do the things that we've been made to do. So it's really cool. It kind of goes, it's almost like this, a, a continuation of what Randy's been talking about with finding purpose. Right. Um, but it's, it's even more practical. So it's going to be great. Uh, we're going to have some of these for sale when we start that. We'll have a limit on it because so gateway who uh are great friends 
of ours. We're in network with them. They blessed us and gave us a discounted rate for a bunch of these books. And we've only got so many at this discounted rate. So when we open it up, um, just be ready. Or if you're like an audio book or a ebook reader, go ahead and buy it. I would encourage you. It's it's a great book. It'll right. really open up your eyes, and it'll the Holy Spirit I believe wants to do a great work through it. Yeah. So. Amen. Um, yeah, Dream to Destiny. Check it out. We'll put the link in uh, the description. So. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we are talking about prayer. Randy started a series on prayer. Yeah. And prayer, man. We talk about prayer a lot as Christians. I was going to invite you to this prayer meeting uh, tomorrow. Oh, man. Yeah. So, like, does that make your skin crawl like it does mine? Like, honestly, you know, and we're in ministry. I'm a pastor, you know. Thinking I'm, about sitting around in a room for an hour is is, is tough. And yeah. we're, we don't deny that. Yeah. That is, we talk about prayer a lot as Christians. Yeah. But I think that if we're all honest, we're like, man, that's not something I'm good at. Yeah, right. I talk about it, and I tell other people they should do it. Right. Um, and so, yeah, um, this this series, I think, is, is really good. Um, it's challenging me. In the last few years, like, I really didn't have much of a prayer life. Um, I think that I really struggle with it because, um, well, for a lot of reasons, but, like, one of the main things is, like, how do you spend that long praying because it's like once I get my list out of the way like what's right. left and then even when I would ask God for stuff I, I, I kind of struggle with the concept of like well if you're sovereign and you're going to do what you want to do anyways like why am I praying about it yeah. and you know just some questions like that so I mean I know that I'm not alone in that and I walked right. that way for a long time in my view of prayer so I think that this is a really good series because through studying the Lord's Prayer, has changed my heart and my prayer life. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, uh, did you want to go, or I'm going to do this quote from Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So one of the quotes I listened back, I mean, I've listened to the sermon. Yeah, I've listened to the sermon three (laughs) times now. Um, And one of the quotes that really stuck out to me was, uh, God is Father and also holy. I don't want you to know one and forget the other. Uh, David recognized that God was his father, but that didn't negate the fact of what God had called him to do of being obedient to the word. So this was talking about where they were trying to move the Ark of the Covenant. And yeah. so someone, they were doing it wrong. Yeah. And when someone touched it, they died. And so the next time that they bring up the Ark, he acknowledges that the last time they did it, they didn't do it right, David, and that they were going to do it according to the word this time. Yeah. And so as I was listening to that, I was thinking, isn't, isn't that me? It's like sometimes like we know that God's our fathers and we know as parents, we're very, very forgiving. Yeah. Or we're trying to be. Um, <laughs> some days. <laughs> some days. Um, but we always kind of do stuff like, well, I know he's going to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've lived my life like this a lot where mm-hmm. it's like, if I don't read my Bible today, God's okay with that. Yeah. Cause he's going to forgive me, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I feel like that's kind of what the Lord just challenged me with recently was like, I'm inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't revering him as holy. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, and that I wasn't like, it was like, I viewed him as a father because I have a great example of a father. Yeah. So that was an easier thing for me, Yeah. but I wasn't viewing him as a holy and giving him the respect that I think he deserves. Yeah. Um, 
And so I felt like, you know, ignoring God's holiness is like asking what the bare minimum to do is in marriage. Like if I was like, can I just never come home? I would much rather leave the kids with you (laughs) and I'll just never show up. I'll never be there. I'll never, cool. you know, and it's like, that's what doing only viewing God as a father and not holy is where yeah. it's like, what's the bare minimum that I can do in this relationship? Yeah. And we look at you're marriage. You're there. I know you'll always be there. Yes. You're you'll always going to be me. there, but it's like, you know, we don't do that. We would never accept that in marriage. And like, that's what we're doing as Christians. Like God, what's the bare minimum I can do, but still consider myself a Christian. Cause obviously I don't want to go to hell. I want to go yeah. to heaven. So it's like, what's the bare minimum? Is it once just showing up on Sundays, not going to serve, not going to be a participant in the church? Like, what's the bare minimum? Yeah. Um, And I've been there before. So it's not like I'm like, wow. And I feel like the Lord challenged me to do more, (laughs) you know? Um, But I, I get that. But just kind of this has been hitting hard as me. It's like, it's like I've lived like, what's the bare minimum? Yeah. And I don't, that's not what the Lord's called us to do. Yeah. You know, and there's that statement I was telling you, it was like that come as you are, mm-hmm. where a lot of people are like, well, the Lord's accepts me right where I am. Right. But it's like, yeah, but it's not stay as you are. Yeah. No, no. Because <laughs> I mean, like, he saved us for a reason. Right. And the reason is our way wasn't working. Yeah. So a lot of times we'll we'll just use it as a band-aid. like, Lord, you know, I give my life to you. And then we just keep doing the same things we did and we don't show any change because some of that change is hard. But then God's always got his hands out ready to give us grace to make those changes. Yeah. But we've got to want that too. Right. I think that like this, this story of David is him actually, he is trying to bridge that gap for Israel because a lot of his, I mean, David was pretty unique in his time. He is probably one, one of the few notable people who had a, living relationship with God right. and what he wanted to do was bring God's presence. Well, the fact that he saw him as a father yeah. in the Old Testament was yeah, yeah, unusual. So like he wanted to bring God's presence back to the temple to be in the middle of where the rest of the people of Israel... And sometimes you, it was the right thing. Yeah, it was the right thing. In the thing, wrong way. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's wanting more. Right. Right, he's making effort to, to do more. Yeah. And... I, and then when it comes to like God has a wants you to do it a certain way, and he had to go back and study how to do it. Yeah. And so it's like God, it's there, but he he also wants us to seek it. Yeah. And so like David had to go back to the it scriptures. It requires work. It requires work. It so he had to go work. back to the scriptures. Yeah. And he had to go and figure out. Oh, we've got to do this with poles. We have to do. Yeah, we're supposed to carry. We can't be carrying do it with in. a cart. And it's just yeah. like, well, you know golly, God, you know, he wants, why don't you just honor him and just come with him? But like God, God wants to bring his presence into our lives. But because if we look at what Jesus did, it requires something for God's presence to be with us. Yeah. And so it requires us to, if we want to have a living, alive relationship uh, uh, with God, it requires something. Yeah. And he's laid that out for us. Yeah. And he's not going to push it on us. And so yeah. a lot of times, I mean, I know I lived for a long time, you know, uh, coming to church, doing all the church things, but secretly living in sin. And I know the Lord loved me through that. But, like, 
the level of my relationship compared to what it is now, that looks dead. Yeah. Compared yeah. to what it is now. Yeah. And it's because I've slowly said, okay, Lord, I've got, I want to do this your way. Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, another thing that Randy said on Sunday. There's a quote um, where it said, they said, why can't we cast out these demons? And he said, we, you can only do that through prayer and fasting. Yeah. And so that's the thing. If you feel like your Christianity walk is dead, it's like, well, there's only certain things you can do through prayer yeah. and fasting. Yeah. Um, which is does require something on our part. Yeah. Um, God's not going to make us pray nor fast. Right. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's the holy part of it. Yeah. And just understanding that God's not, God's presence isn't going to be thriving and um, in your life, in the middle of your life, just any old kind of way. Right. Because if it was that way, then Jesus didn't have to come and die. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, He's there's a reason God had to save us and bring us into this new life and empower us with grace to live his way. There's a reason. So like we ought to think about like, okay, I need to I need to figure out what God wants me to do. Right. One of the things is prayer. And so like in this so this is Matthew six verses nine through thirteen. That's where the Lord's Prayer is. And this whole conversation starts. It's not Jesus saying, like, hey, let me teach you how to pray. He's actually prompted by his disciples. And they're like, Lord, will you teach us to pray? Because, it, you know, throughout the Gospels it shows that uh, Jesus, like, leaves and, like, prays all night, prays for extended, you know, Actually, periods of time, yeah. hours, right? And then, like, when I think about sometimes, you know, my response to people inviting me to a prayer meeting, you know, is like, oh man, an hour? Like, can we do that long? You know? Yeah. And so like, there was an obvious difference between the way Jesus prayed and the rest of uh, right. the Jews did, because they did pray. A lot of them rehearsed prayers, a lot of them, but they prayed, you know, in Judaism they prayed, but there was something different about, there was power in the way Jesus prayed. And so I right. think that's why the disciples were like, hey, how can we pray like you? Right. And so, um, I think it's cool, and it really kind of, I knew it blew their mind at the time, because Randy made this point that, like, when Jesus said, pray like this, our Father. Right. And they're like, whoa. Yeah. Because, like, they're on the other spectrum, where they're like, God is so holy, we can't even spell his name out fully. <laughs> right. We can't say it. And then you're, like, calling him Father. Yeah, um, calm down. Yeah, so, you know, it was a really, it, had, it was something that no one had ever heard before. And so Jesus starts out, um, like, approach him as a father. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, you know, for some of us, for me, I, you know, I've had my own father issues and stuff. Um, that, that has colored and shaped my view of God. And so sometimes I struggle with approaching him as a father. Right. And maybe not, at, like, more as, a, like, a distant... Well, disciplinarian, disciplinarian that, you know, I may or may not please him today. So maybe not bother him today, you know? And so like, Hey, that's an encouragement for you. Not an encouragement, but a warning for you dads. (laughs) (laughs) It's not encouraging. It may be like, Oh, uh, (laughs) but fathers, the way that you father will will shape the way your, your kids view God. 
And so it's really important. It's really important to ask for God's yeah. help with that, to be intentional about that. Um, but yeah, so like that is something that, you know, some people struggle with. I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, but so recently, Etta yeah. has been talking about um, lots of stuff. Hearing, <laughs> hearing from God and praying. And sometimes I'm like, I hear her and I'm like, oh man, you know, I wish that it was like that for me. Right. And I didn't have to sift through what my feelings and mm-hmm. filters are mm-hmm. about Father, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When we tuck her in at night, she um, she's diagnosed with something called childhood speech apraxia which makes her difficult to understand because she has all the language here, but she can't get it to here. So language and stuff has always been very difficult for her um, because of that. And so it's kind of funny. We'll hear her just talking, talking, talking at night. You know, sometimes she'll be up till 1130. <laughs> and so I just always assumed she was talking to herself. You know, I'd never yeah. really ask her, you know. And so one day in the car, she said, I talk to God all the time. I said, oh, you do? She said, yeah. And I said, when? And she said, at night. And I said, oh, is that who you're talking to when you're laying in bed? (laughs) And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, it makes sense. You know, the Lord hears her and understands her. And and so she has told us some of the the neatest things that the Lord's putting on her heart and just that she's supposed to travel the world um, and tell people about God and how much he loves them and that people don't know. And just the stuff and that comes out of her mouth is pretty amazing. And I said, oh, so like a missionary? And she was like, no. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, God obviously has a plan that I still don't understand for you, which is awesome. And so one day we were laying there, and she was just telling me, and she just like, Mom, I want to tell you stuff. Like that, you know, she wanted to share with me what the Lord had been telling her. Yeah. And she said, um, uh, she asked me first, she was like, but, well, you know, what has God been telling you lately? And I was like, oh. And it kind of got me because I was like, man, you know, there's lots of stuff, but nothing like it. But she wanted, because the way she, what she's been hearing is just, she has so much to say. Yeah. And I just was so stumped in that moment. And so she said, I only hear a little bit of what I feel like God's telling me. Yeah. And she said, I want to hear more. And I was like, well, let's pray about, let's ask God. And like, I hadn't even gotten that out. And she just was like, God, I want to hear you more. Yeah. And I was just like, man, she just has this faith that hasn't been, Mm -hmm. what is it? You know, like corrupted, corrupted. And she just fully, what he says, like one day in the car, ask her something. And in the car, she just looked down and said, and I could tell she was asking him. And she said, can I and then she looked at me and she was like, and she gave me the answer. And she was like, uh, God says that, yes, yeah. you, you, you can come as well, you know? Yeah. And so it's just neat. And it's like what I'm learning through her. And it's funny that, you know, here she has this huge struggle with talking, with language and, but not with praying, <laughs> you not know, with praying. not no. with praying. And so. And yeah, neat. you know, you think about it and it's like, you know, she is just, she knows God loves her. Yeah. She's not she's not filtering what she's saying through all of her, thinking about all of her failures and all the times she's messed up and all the time that she maybe right. she's you know let God down and but right. we as adults do that. Yeah. And so that's what Jesus says here is said pray like this. Our yeah. Father, Dad. Just like that simply. 
And so sometimes it's just so hard for us to do that. It's such a stretch of yeah. faith, but that's what Jesus is in, encouraging us to do. Um, and so, like, we talk about prayer a lot as Christians. Yeah. We struggle to do it because it feels like I sometimes I have to and I don't know how to. Right. So I, oh, yeah. that's why I really think that this this is um, this is a great series. My thinking on prayer, actually, uh, there's a great book by Timothy Keller uh, called Prayer. I think I've got it on that shelf. Um, and that really changed my mind. And it's a book just m- focused on um, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6. Right. And one of the main things that really... So this, like the very first part of this prayer, was like, man, I really struggle with... There's some days I struggle less with it, but there's there's a lot yeah. of days I struggle with feeling like not... Not disconnected. It's like I can say our Father, but it feels disconnected for me because I, I think about all my insecurities and all the times I've messed up and you know, all these things and you know just how my dad has colored that. Um, so this is actually one of the first verses I've ever meditated on. You know, people talk about meditating yeah. on Scripture, and so the way I did it was like our Father, and I would just pray it like Lord, I'm struggling feeling that right. and accepting that deep inside. I want to, I want to someday to just effortlessly, just like Etta, just be like, God, I want hey, to hear you more. <laughs> you know, what about this? You know? Yeah. Um, and so what I did was I, I just started to look up all the verses that talks about God as our father. Right. And just asking the Lord to like, show me, help me, get it in me. And I would just, I would just meditate on that. Our father, our father. And then Actually, I didn't realize this, but I was turning it into a prayer, right? <laughs> right? So looking at Scripture and just I would just meditate on it, and I would just I'd read those verses and be like, Lord, I just thank you that you're my Father. I thank you that it doesn't matter how I feel about myself, it doesn't matter anything that I've done. You love me. You've made me your son fully. I'm legitimately your son through Jesus. Right. And like, then I realized like, oh, this is a prayer life. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what. This is what you want, Lord. Yeah. And it's not you're you're it's not part of the tasks of like this is the God we serve, so these are the tasks we have to do. Prayer is one of them. Word is one of them. Right. But God's heart for us in prayer. I just kind of want to read this in Ephesians three. So in Ephesians three twelve it says, In him, through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. And so like that's the thing I was praying for, and that's what Jesus is trying to help his disciples get and us get is like we can approach him with confidence and so paul actually this is he, he this is him praying for us um and he says for this reason i kneel before the father from whom this his this whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit through your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, how long, how high and deep the love of Christ is, and to know the love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to all the, the fullness of God. And so, like, what God wants out of prayer, um, and we approach prayer mainly for needs. Hmm. but it's yeah. for relationship. And yeah. so like what was hard for me is like, how is this for relationship? But right here, this, this shows like this is God's heart for prayer. This is what he wants to do with prayer is he's a father who wants us to know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
not a God that's di distant and disappointed. And through prayer, he wants to strengthen us, and he wants us to know him. Because I, I know that some things that really bother me, just say I'm really mad at somebody. I'm having a hard time with somebody. If I start really praying about it, yeah, my heart changes. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's like this channel that, yeah. that comes down from heaven through God and maybe changes the way I feel about that person or the way I feel about a situation. And what changes it right. is when I, I start really thinking about who God is and how much he loves me yeah. and how much he loves that person. Yeah. Or something that I'm worried hey, about. Hey, it's the only reason we're married. Right. <laughs> um, or like a situation that I feel like is impossible. And I prayer is where I kind of meet up with and I'm confronted with like, oh, you know, God, you really are bigger than this. Right. I may not see the way, but I trust that you're good. Yeah. And so that's that's where he wants to meet us in prayer. It's not it's not a have to or a, or a list of needs or, you know, and so. Yeah, so meditating on this, the Lord's Prayer, has changed my heart and changed my life yeah. on prayer. And so we're really excited about it. Yeah, We hope that God does the same thing in your life. Um, and yeah, you got anything else? No, I okay. think that's it. All right, well, we'll see you Sunday. Thanks for listening, and uh, go pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>